My name is Dominique Drew, and this is The Art of Attraction, the premier podcast to elevate your relationships, your life, and yourself. I'm your host, Dominique Drew, an intuitive, a spiritual guide, and a seasoned expert in men's relationship coaching. I've used the methods in this podcast to completely transform my own life and relationships, and now, high performers in every industry hire me to help them do the same. Here, you will learn how to solve the issues in your inner world which keep you from real fulfillment, deep intimacy, freedom, and authenticity. Welcome to the next stage of your evolution. Hello, everyone out there, and welcome to The Art of Attraction with Domini Drew. I'm here to answer your relationship questions, your problems, your struggles, and help in any way I can. My name is Domini Drew. If you're just tuning in for the first time, welcome, welcome. I run uh, a business called uh, Radical Intimacy, Domini Drew Coaching on Facebook, and you're very welcome to join me there. I can also be found on Twitter at Dominique Drew and uh, on Instagram at the same handle at Dominique Drew and that's D-O-M-I-N-E-Y-D-R-E-W. So please feel free to follow me there or send in your questions. I'm always happy to answer, uh, you know, individual people's, you know, unique struggles, unique issues. Um, When one person writes in about one thing, then it tends to resonate with a whole lot of people. So it can be a really powerful thing. So today, uh, you know, I want to talk a little bit about uh, who I am and what I do. Uh, I specialize in men and relationships, a men's relationship coach. Um, Specifically, I help single men attract life partners through personal and relationship coaching. And so I do that uh, via an online eight-week course, primarily online. Um, And then periodically, I meet individually with my clients and um, and sit with them for an hour, you know, on via Skype or via phone. And we um, really zone in and look deeply at what exactly is holding people back. So specifically, I, I work most often with single men. Um, I do work with women sometimes. I do work with, um, you know, people in relationships sometimes. Sometimes, But, um, but primarily, I, I, my, my interest is really in, you know, the title of the show, The Art of Attraction. Um, Attraction can be an incredibly powerful thing. It's um, my favorite thing about it. And the reason why I decided in particular to go into this work is that it's completely authentic. Attraction cannot be faked, really. You can't um, pretend that it's not there when it is. And you just about can never uh, pretend that it it is there when it isn't. So... um, what tends to happen is, you know, we, we, we grow up, we have our childhoods, we experience what we experience. And, you know, most of the, the um, you know, influencing experiences that we have in our life tend to happen before the age of seven. Okay. So, you know, we have these experiences in childhood and they leave marks on us in one way or another. They, um, they really, um, 
impact us, right? When we're, we're young and impressionable, we have to uh, you know, take in these experiences and they form who we are. And what ends up happening through, you know, we sort of have rough experiences when we're kids, even if we have great upbringings, we have traumatic experiences when we're young and uh, we tend to shut down parts of ourselves. Okay. We may not feel our emotions fully. We may not be comfortable um, being vulnerable with another person. We may not be comfortable being intimate with another person. Um, we may feel like we have to fight our way through things or force our way through things. Um, and really what this ends up doing is, although it's psychologically, it works as a protecting, you know, our brain is sort of attempting to protect us from having the same experience happen over again that, uh, that happened when we were a child. Um, what ends up happening is we carry these into adulthood. And by the time we get to adulthood, they're a huge pain in the ass, Right. They're, uh, they're blocking us from what we want instead of protecting us. You know, they're protecting us from good things as opposed to only from negative things. So what I do with my clients is I, I see, you know, maybe a, a client has come to me with, um, you know, the uh, women who, who always reject them, who always leave them. Okay. Well, if at a young age, they had some kind of experience that led them to um, draw the conclusion in a way, it's an unconscious conclusion that they are unlovable or undeserving or not enough, then they will grow up into adulthood radiating that belief. And so people will feel that, right? Women will feel that. And so what ends up happening is that we, um, we, we're radiating things or we're um, giving off impressions and energy that we don't realize we're giving off, right? They're totally unconscious. And so my you know, client will come to me and everyone just rejects him and he has no idea why. <laughs> and you're not even doing anything wrong. You know, some of this will translate into physical activity. Like maybe he'll do things that will sort of make it easier for women to reject him, but they're, he's doing them without meaning to. Does that make sense? So he's, you know, he's going about his, his life, he's dating and he's, being great in relationships and he's doing the best he can. And then the women will just naturally leave because subconsciously he's telling them to. So the reason why this work is so powerful is that, you know, when these things become conscious, right. When you realize that you're telling people, telling women every day to, um, to, to leave you or to reject you in, in small ways and in, in big ways, um, when that becomes conscious, all of a sudden, you're not a victim of your fate, okay? You're not a victim of the world around you. You're um, suddenly empowered, okay? And people can see this different ways. You know, when you take responsibility for what happens in your life, you, you know, some people sort of see that as blame. You go, oh, it's my fault that all the women leave me? It's like, okay, well, <laughs> there's there's a little bit of a twist there, right? Because now you're indicating that you are bad because you're sort of doing something that's causing these women to, to leave you. But imagine if you go through your life for 50 years and women are always leaving you and you have no idea why, well, what's significant about that situation? To me, what's significant about that situation is you're a victim of it, right? There's nothing that you can do to fix that. So if you take responsibility for it, and yeah, it takes balls. I'm not going to lie about that, right? It's a lot easier to put your head in the sand and to pretend shit has nothing to do with you, but it also doesn't solve your problem. 
So it depends how tired you are of always being left or always being in, um, uh, you know, um, relationships that are always clashing, right? Or always being surrounded by drama or always being surrounded by uncertainty or whatever it is that your pattern is. When you look down into it and you see um, the root cause, you're able to, um, you're able to shift it. It's now in your control. Okay. So now you've gone from, um, you know, not having any idea why things happen to you or how to influence them in any way from that you've gone to, um, well, okay. I know that I, I do this thing. And even if you don't know how to stop doing it, just the fact that you know that it's happening, all of a sudden you are empowered. Now you have a decision you could make. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm pushing people away. I don't mean to. So do, do I want to do that today or do I not, or do I want to do something else today? But you don't have the option while you're, while it's unconscious, right? You're a, you're a victim because you have no, um, no say in the matter. Okay. So you have, um, you're on autopilot, right? Um, it's, uh, it's like a life by default as opposed to a life by design. And the more that you're willing, and it really is a willingness, the more that you're willing to own um, your, own, your own life experience, really. It's not just your actions because people have a relatively easy time with that. The extent to which you are willing to own everything that happens in your life, take responsibility, at least in part, for everything that happens in your life, to that extent, you will be able to make a different choice and choose the thing that you actually want, okay? So that's the way out of those sort of victim places of, oh my gosh, I'm always, you know, always being left, or I'm always getting bored after two years and leaving, or whatever it is that, again, whatever your relationship pattern is. So in my work, I, I work with these clients and it's interesting. People sort of ask me, if, am, I a, am I a dating coach, right? And I, um, you could call me that. that, that would totally be fine, right? Um, but it, to me, a dating coach is going to tell you, um, you know, how to talk and um, how to, um, you know, I don't know. I sort of think of it as like those like tips and tricks of like the pickup artist type of work, right? And, um, the thing is, you know, even if a client comes to me and says, I have no idea how to talk to women, you know, as I said, I have one-on-one sessions with my clients. I, if if what you want to work on is talking to women, then we'll, we'll work on talking to women for sure. Like that is, you know, a skill we can do, but for the most part, you know, most people, by the time we get done with our sort of, our, our, the, when I sit down with my clients initially and, and, and have a conversation with them. By the time we're done, it's quite clear that that's never anybody's problem. You know, it's not like everything in you is aligned and ready to meet a person and, um, and you know, divinely and perfectly ready, but you just don't have the words. Because the fact of the matter is, if you were confident enough, then you would just walk up and have the words, right? Like, that's one of the things of, of one of the aspects of confidence, right? Is you can sort of um, pull it out of your hat out of your ass depending on your kind of confidence (laughs) so but you really are able to um to you know to make it up spur of the moment to be spontaneous about it right and 
And so rarely is the problem ever what it looks like it is. And that's one of the reasons I think why people have a difficult time um, uh, deciphering what the problem actually is because they're looking at the symptoms, but the root cause is often different. So one of the ways that I'm able to um, get results with my clients so quickly is, well, it's twofold. One is that, um, you know, when they, one is that, you know, if you go to a traditional therapist, which is great, everybody should have a therapist. Um, it's a great idea. Um, they work on the mental level, right? On the psychological level. And they're really, um, they're really addressing that particular space. And you get a lot done with that. You really do. Um, but what I do goes a lot deeper than that. So I work also on the mental and psychological level. I have a master's degree in psychology and have, have studied that uh, a great deal as well. But, but what I'll also take into account is all the other levels of you. So you're um, not only a mental being, right? You also have a physical body, you have emotions, you have, um, you know, you have, a, you have a psyche, you have a spiritual side, you know, what, what have you. So I work on all of those levels. Okay, the mental, psychological, emotional, energetic, physical, and spiritual. Okay, because you are a being that includes all those things. So while I could improve your life by working just on the mental level, I could do a lot more by taking, you know, all that shit into account, right? Um, how you, you know, what your belief structure is, believe it or not, it influences your body. Okay, so a lot of times, even though I'm working with my clients on, um, on dating issues, right? Um, and on, um, you know, finding, you know, finding someone, attracting a mate, what ends up happening actually is everything in their life ends up changing, you know, not like everything gets turned on its head, but what's happening is, you know, if you have, if you take your love life and your business life and your, I don't know, you know, your hobbies, um, what's the, the common denominator of all those things, right? You are right? You are the one who has your hobbies. You are the one who works at your business and you are the one who is in the middle of your love life. So what I end up doing is I'm changing you or I'm giving you the opportunity to change yourself. I don't actually change anybody, <laughs> but, but the work ends up going straight to the core of the issue and shifting it there. And so then everything else changes. So your physical body, you know, like when I began this work and I've been doing this work for about 15 years, um, when I started uh, my physical body was very, very, very different, very different. And um, I wasn't able to change it. It caused a lot of frustration and stress and unhappiness in me, actually. Um, and then at some point I shifted something, you know, that, that whatever that one thing was um, in my mind and um, everything changed. And then my body just melted away. It just, it just changed, okay, because I had changed. And my physical body on some levels, you know, a, a reflection of who I am inside. So, so, you know, what ends up happening, even though I'm, I'm focusing on relationships is, is that other areas, you know, money starts to maybe come in because we're removing blocks. Right. And so, so anyway, so the, the, the dating coach thing, people sort of ask me if I'm a dating coach and, and I, I have to say almost never again, unless it's specifically requested that someone wants help with X, Y, and Z specifically in their dating life, I don't give advice ever. Um, because, you know, for a couple of reasons, one is that for me to tell you what you ought to do with your life indicates that I know more about your life than you do, your path than you do. And, 
you know, while I have an objective viewpoint on what you might, you know, what you might need or what, you know, I've got, um, I spent a lot of years developing my intuition. And I have very strong and very accurate intuition about people um, and what they, what they do, right? Um, particularly where people block themselves. I, I seem to have a kind of gift of seeing how people hold themselves back, like seeing where people hold themselves back. And so that's why I've developed this, you know, training program where I can, you know, create a, a structure to help people, you know, find that out and free themselves from it. So, um, so when certain people ask about, you know, advice, like, I go, I, you know, I don't, I don't give advice. So that's one reason. Um, so while I have intuition and insight uh, and, and a, an objective opinion, which can be quite useful, um, you know, it, it's presumptuous in a way for me to assume that I know more about your life than you do. And the second reason is, as I said before, it's rarely, um, uh, it's rarely a problem, right? It's rarely the problem that you're coming to me with. So if you say I need help talking to women, I could teach you how to talk to women brilliantly. But if you're still too afraid to approach them because talking to women wasn't actually the issue, then you see how it starts getting a little unclear. Like it starts, it gets, it gets, you know, the layers, right? There's, there's layers to this. Um, but the main reason why I don't give advice is quite genuinely, I don't need to. Um, when these, what, what I do, rather than tell you what you should do with your life, um, is I can show you what you are doing with your life. Okay. So, you know, we were just, just saying how, um, Sometimes you'll, um, you know, you're, you're doing these things unconsciously, right? You have no idea why X, Y, and Z is happening in your life. And I mean, just about everybody on the planet is like this, right? It's, it's, we don't know what's going on. If we did, you would fix it. If something unpleasant were happening in your life and it were logical and you knew what it was, you understood it, you would fix it, right? That is the logical conclusion. Um, so, but usually you don't. And so then you're a little bit stuck, okay? And so what I can do is show you how you're getting, why you're getting, the results that you're getting in life, okay? And there, right in there, without any advice, right in there is where the magic happens, right? Because in, in, in having that pointed out, really you sort of draw your own conclusions in this sort of method that I use, you, um, you end up, um, you have the realization, you wake up really a bit in that moment, okay? You become conscious of something that was previously unconscious. And again, once that happens, it's in your control. You can either do that thing continually or you could not. It's totally up to you. So, you know, in the transformational sort of process, both psychologically, energetically, on many levels, um, you know, 90% of the work is in the realization, is in becoming conscious of it. And so much shifts with just that awareness. It's, it's truly profound. I mean, I have, I have just, I've seen transformations in people that I wouldn't have believed if I hadn't seen it. And I'm probably counting myself among those, if I'm honest. Um, and so it's extremely powerful work. Um, and, and then the results are, are really significant. So that's why it's kind of great. So, um, so that's a little bit about sort of, you know, how I work and what the process is like. Um, and then, you know, here we are, I get to, I get to sit down three months a week and I get to, um, you know, talk to you about, um, about common dating problems and what, where people are struggling and, and what they need and what people tend to come across and, and solutions and things like that. And so, um, what I thought I would do today is do a kind of a light version of, um, online dating. Okay. Online dating is, um, massively popular at the moment. 
um, and has a lot of, you know, really great benefits and some, you know, pretty serious drawbacks. So, um, so I want to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, putting yourself out and online dating and exactly what, what that means, what that can look like pitfalls to watch out for. And then just some, like, you know, some guidelines. Okay. A guide to successful online dating. Um, and this is a, a huge topic and I'm sure I'll go into it in a, in a, a future show, but you know, I just figured I'd start here. Okay. So, <clears throat> so this is what I wrote about this, the many worlds of online dating. Sometimes they're badlands for some reason. I don't know. This was, this was, everything was going like I was a sailor here. Everything was going like, <laughs> like Mariner style. So the many worlds of online dating, sometimes they're badlands, sometimes they're doldrums, sometimes they're rough seas, and often they sink you. <laughs> so how to negotiate the treacherous waters of online dating. So, um, so first things first, oftentimes um, people will blame the dating sites. Okay, that happens a lot. Um, again, tempting to do, totally understand the, um, the desire, but unfortunately it just doesn't work. If it worked, I would condone it all the, all, all the way. I have no like on principle, um, you know, issues with not taking responsibility with things. I wouldn't either if I didn't have to, <laughs> it's, it's not, you know, whatever, but, but, but then there's the going through, right? I mean, I think, uh, just about everybody understands the value of going through a difficult experience as opposed to avoiding it, right? There are, um, there are, there's, there's value that's built. There's growth that's created. And that's what happens when you, um, when you take responsibility, right? You face yourself, you face all the parts of yourself. And in general, you you know, it, it, it may feel scary, but you always come out the other side. Always. Okay. You never get, never get stuck there. The, the beliefs that you have about yourself are spoiler alert. Never true. Never true. Even the good ones. <laughs> um, the, you know, the saying of um, uh, whether you think you can, or you think you can't, you're right. You know, this is powerful. Okay. It's powerful stuff. Um, you are a powerful being. So if it seems crazy that you, um, if it seems crazy that you might be able to actually influence the world around you or that you might partially be creating the world around you, things like that, then yeah, you know, take a look at that because, because, you know, you have a lot more influence than you think you do. So, you know, be aware. All right. So anyway, Online dating. Okay, enough of the spiritual crap. Let's get the online dating. So, um, so the spiritual, uh, the spiritual badlands. Oh, that was pretty good too. Um, so, uh, online dating badlands. All right. So, uh, let's start with Tinder. All right. As far as one, you know, one platform or another, it, Tinder, Bumble, Match, Plenty of Fish, um, Okay Cupid, whatever doesn't matter. I know people who use very, very high-end ones where they like, you go and sit down and have, have a meeting with these people and they set you up on lunch dates with people. Right. And then I know people who just sort of throw a profile up on Tinder. It's like, take your pick. Okay. I've probably been on all of them at one point or another in my life. Um, 
And genuinely, I it's one is not necessarily better than the other by a lot that I personally have noticed. Um, what I will say is that um, the platforms can vary quite a bit and you need to find the one that really works for you. So, um, you know, if, if Tinder really appeals to you and that, um, you know, that is a, a platform that you feel like you can really make an influence, you know, you can actually meet people and it's, it's fun to do and you find yourself enjoying it. Great. Use Tinder. Um, what I do find a lot, though, is people um, blaming Tinder. Oh, Tinder does this. And the people who are on Tinder, dot, dot, dot. Okay. The, all people who are on Tinder do not probably have anything, one thing in common. Okay. So it's probably not them. It's probably not Tinder. Tinder just is. Tinder is just a thing in the universe. Okay. Whether you put positive charge on it or you put negative charge on it is up to you. Um, but there's nothing that's, you know, you could spend years frustrated on Tinder or you could, you know, meet your wife on day one. I mean, both are probably about equally possible. Okay. So don't blame the platform. It, it doesn't do you any good. Again, if that were useful and um, that led you to, you know, if it moved you from point A to point B, I would condone it, <laughs> but it really doesn't. So, so really be aware of that um, because it's really, uh, again, it's that self-responsibility piece. If you're not, um, if you are not, um, if you are not um, taking responsibility for what's happening in your life experience, then you're doing yourself a disservice because you're causing yourself to be a victim. Okay. Um, so just so you know, always be aware of that. So, um, so Tinder is yeah. You know, so Tinder just Tinder just is right. I'm sorry, I'm just checking to make sure that I'm recording properly on my thing. Okay. So, <clears throat> so, uh, so within that platform, um, you know, a lot is possible. Now, that being said, you know, give yourself a good shot. Okay. Um, there's a lot of subjectivity in it. There's a lot of opinion in it. There's a lot of, um, you know, some people will feel very strongly that X profile should have X. Some people will not care at all about that. But here are just some basic, um, things that I've come across that have occurred to me that you may or may not find useful, but you know, you're welcome to it. So, um, <clears throat> so again, you know, it's not so much that the platform is good or bad. Watch out for blaming the outside world for your failures or your successes, to be honest. Um, um, sorry, just checking to make sure that I have, that I am live on the because sometimes I mess that up. Sorry, guys, stand by for just a second. Okay, so I think it should be good there. Sorry about that. Technology, not necessarily my strong suit. So, um, so okay, so the photos. So here are my, here's some of my, my, my pet peeves when I come across profiles on Tinder, okay? One is, um, I know that, that you guys, you went to that wedding and you were forced to dress up and you look great and you want to include that photo. And that's fabulous. Wedding photos, you know, not a bad thing at all. But if four out of your five photos are you with a group of people, you have to understand that nobody knows who you are. Okay. So, <laughs> so if you have every photo on there being a group, then you're, you're just going to end up with a bunch of confused matches <laughs> or not matches. All right. So. Um, 
the, the most important thing here, and, and, and every single thing I wrote down is reflective of this one particular thing, which is um, remember as you are putting yourself out into the world that people aren't seeing you the way you see you, okay? They're going to see you the way they see you, okay? So, so let me explain that. So you have to understand that if, you know, the way you put yourself out um, is the way you want to be seen, but remember that they don't have the context of being you when they see those photos, okay? So for example, if you say, you know, if you put four photos up of you in a group, like you know who you are, right? That may sound like a logical thing, but they don't know who you are. So they're confused, okay? So we're, all, we're looking at these photos and they've got six guys in them and that's great, but we don't, you know what I mean? And, and you also have to be aware of the, of the context that you're in, okay? This is a, a swiping, I mean, it's literally a swiping um, application, right? So you're going through and sometimes there's sort of speed to that. And if you, you know, if, if it takes a lot of work to, um, to, to get in, to break you open, to uncover the, unveil the mysteries that are you, while that is a great thing and the first, you know, five dates should definitely be like that, on your profile, that's really off-putting, okay? Because there's no time, there's no intrigue. Okay, I'll give you an example. So um, one of my pet peeves with Tinder and just me personally is an empty, an empty um, profile, okay? Like if there's just photos, even if photos are great, if nobody, if the person doesn't write anything, then I tend to, it's like a default left for me. So, um, so what's significant to me about that, you know, a, a few times I've, I've swiped right on profile profiles like that. And, you know, because I'm in the dating field and I'm just a curious person in general, I will tend to ask, I'll say out of curiosity, um, why don't you have anything on your profile? And, um, <laughs> what they'll, what I've often heard, which is, I just find really, really interesting is people will say, Oh, well, well, okay. I've heard two things. I've heard one thing is that, um, nobody reads them anyway. Oh my God. Where do I start? Um, I'll come back to that. I'll come back to that. And the second one is, um, that, um, if they want to know me, they'll ask. Okay, great. So let's look at this from my perspective as someone who is swiping, you know, looking for, you know, someone to, to go out with, looking for a, for a, for a match, for a partner. And I come across this man's profile and it's empty and he's got, I don't know, a photo or two up. What is it exactly that makes me want to get to know you? See, see, to me, it's like you sort of go, oh, well, you know, if you're interested, then you'll ask. Right. But what makes me interested? Because I just swiped on 10 people and there's 11 more behind you. And by 11, I mean like a thousand. So to, to sort of sit there kind of with your arms crossed and be like, well, it's your fault because you're not taking time to get to know me on an application that is liter- that is structured in this way is insanity, okay? It's like the profiles that just say, ask me. Ask you what? How do I know that I want to ask you? you ha- if your job, you have to make yourself stand out, right? It's not just me and whether or not I'm, uh, you know, oh, I'm, I don't know why, but even though I've just seen 30 photos go by on my phone. Um, I'm, I, something about yours just reaches out to me. It's like, it, there's just, you know, you're not necessarily in that space. And so even if you're the right match, you may not match, you know? So it's really, it's, it's your job. If you are on there, okay, 
If you are on there in order to meet someone, then you need to make yourself appealing to the person that you want to attract. Okay. So, so there's, that is your responsibility. If you want to be chosen, then you get in line to be chosen. You don't sit in the corner with your arms folded, you know, being bitter that you haven't been chosen. Do you see how it's sort of, it ends up being um, self-sabotage. Okay. You're cutting off your nose to spite your face. Essentially. So, um, so that's a really important thing. You have to see it from, you know, the perspective of the person that you want to attract. Okay. Um, I know that um, guys will sort of have this approach sometimes of just swiping for everyone to be like, I'll take anyone I possibly can, which is fine if you're trying to attract anyone you possibly can. But if you actually want to attract someone who's kind of worth your time, whatever that means to you, it's not like there's high quality and low quality per se, but people who interest you, if you want to see those, you know, if you want to attract those people, then you need to put yourself out in a way that those people would find appealing. Okay. So, um, uh, so empty profile. So that's the, you know, that's the piece about, um, about, you know, having somebody else assuming that you're mysterious enough that despite the fact that you're surrounded by hundreds of other eligible bachelors, I'm going to like pick you with that incredibly, you know, <laughs> incredibly, um, uh, I'm trying to think of a word that I can't really, uh, think of, but essentially eloquent profile of ask me or nada. Um, yeah, don't be surprised if you're still, you know, dateless at the end of the night on that one. Um, and then the other thing of, of people don't read them. Oh my God. Okay. That I truly, I don't know. <laughs> this one just baffles me so much. It's like, uh, I think that the thing that's wrong with the world is people don't read profiles. And so I'm not going to write a profile so that more people cannot read profiles. You see what I mean? It's, 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 it's so much more self-sabotaging even really mad, uh, you know, even than the first one. Um, you know, if, if you don't think that people read them, here, here's the thing, you're trying to attract the person you're trying to attract, right? So if you're, if you wish people, more people read profiles, okay. And you want to attract someone who reads profiles, which I assume you do because you're upset about not enough people reading profiles in the world. If that's the case, then why would you remove your profile? Why instead wouldn't you write a profile that's really great and then only answer the females who then have proven that they've read your profile? You see what I mean? So if you, you know, if, if that's something you want more of, don't, you're lowering, you're lowering your, yourself to the level of people that you just said that you were upset with because they don't read profiles. So if you, you know, so, so, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. God damn it. Right. Up your game, up your game. What do you want? What kind of person do you want to attract? Is it the person kind of person who reads profiles? Then forget everybody else because those aren't the ones you want. Okay. If you're serious, um, then to me, you would need to write a profile. Like, and that's, and a, you know, that partially may just be my opinion. Um, uh, but, you know, I think I'm right, <laughs> which is kind of given since it's my opinion. Um, so, yeah, so, so for me, you know, what, what that specifically says to me is if a profile is empty, then you flat out don't care. Like it's, it was literally not even worth the five or 10 minutes that it can be done in to put that out there. That's, it, to me, it says you're, that's, it shows how little, um, effort that you're putting into not just your profile, but then sort of by association, you're, you're dating 
attempt your search, right? So then to me, I go, well, if you don't care enough to write a five-minute profile, then I'm certainly not going to go out for a drink with you, you know? And that may or may be logical or may not, but there's my pet peeve, okay? All right. And then uh, the group photos, okay? (laughs) The group photos have got to stop. She doesn't know who you are, okay? They don't know who you are. I don't, we don't know who you are. (laughs) We have no idea, okay? Um, and, And don't put photos with your, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm just gonna dip down and be shallow for just a second. Don't put up photos with your like super smoking hot model brother either. Like there's just no need for that. Mm-mm. Or your smoking hot model sister. Um, you know, there's a lot of um, very highly evolved sexuality and, and um, relationship structures in today's world. Um, and not everybody has them. Okay. And the person that you want may or may not have them. So if you post a picture with your beautiful sister and you don't say in your profile that it's your sister, you know, you know, I tend to give the benefit of the doubt, but I'm, I think rather atypical in that form from what I've heard from other you know, people that I've spoken to, that's a, it's a turnoff, you know, even the idea of it, even if it's nothing, um, it just, it just is that just kind of just one of the, you know, bummer realities there. So, you know, there's that, um, photos. Okay. Have more than one. More than one is a red flag to me personally. Okay. Um, it sort of indicates that, um, well, honestly, it doesn't indicate enough. Um, if you are um, only posting one photo, it just, it doesn't, you know, the, the, the intention of the profile is to give a sense of yourself. Okay. To communicate a sense of who you are um, to the other person so that they can see whether or not they're interested in dating you. Right. Seems like it should be simple. And yet. <laughs> so, um, so, so keep that in, keep that in mind. You need to give a sense of yourself. Okay. So yeah, a couple different angles, some smiling, maybe some not, um, put up photos that you feel represent who you are. Okay. And you know, some of this can be kind of logical and it can be, um, well, okay. I want want to meet rock climbing because I spend a lot of time rock climbing and that could be great. Um, but a lot of time it could be like, what, you know, if you're more of an intuitive type, what, what gives a sense of you? What photo do you feel wraps you up in some way? Okay. And, and we need to be able to see you like, that's just kind of the world that we live in right now. Um, not just sort of, um, attraction wise or even shallowness or vanity wise, but safety wise. Okay. You can, you know, people are interacting um, every single day. And, um, it's pretty well known that it's pretty well known that words are not, the um, the primary communicator in, uh, in, in communication, right? It's not, you're not getting most of your information from words. I think it's 80%, um, is actually body language. So, um, obviously you don't have body language on, on Tinder, but what you do have is, is photos of you sort of relaxing a certain way or, you know, sitting back a certain way or however it is, it's sort of comfortable for you. That gives a sense of yourself. Okay. So um, what's actually happening, um, although it's not as easily measurable by uh, the tools we currently have in science, is that you're reading energy, okay? You're always picking up on um, energetic this or that in, um, in human interaction, okay? And so, you know, even though it's online and you only have this tiny little sliver, it's actually very possible to communicate a really good sense of yourself in a, a Tinder profile. Okay. Or any other profile, by the way, I'm just sort of using Tinder as an example right now. We'll go into the other ones in just a minute, but, um, 
but it's, it's actually, it's very, very easy. So, so be aware that, um, that all of those things are communicating and that, you know, you don't say, well, I don't want to put these two photos together because I'm wearing a red shirt in both. It's like, okay. Um, is that the most important thing? Or is it that, you know, you have a picture with, you know, your face and the dog's licking you and it's a cute, you know, and it's, it sort of shows your playfulness side or whatever you feel is important. Okay. About, about what a person that you would want to go out on a date with. Remember, you're looking for a certain type of person, not just anyone on Tinder who will go out with you because that's a can of worms you do not want to open up. So, um, so make sure that, they, that, you know, they represent you in some way, whatever that means. And I know that I'm, you know, not being incredibly um, uh, specific here. And that's really intentional because it really depends on you. Okay. It's what's important to you. So, um, so yeah, so, so group photos, cut them out. Um, you know, don't worry about sort of even showing diverse photos. It could be that you in the same room each time, but but as long as it gives, it gives a sense, okay? Try and communicate that. Um, you know, what is, do you want to communicate to the person that you would want to have a date with, okay? Um, create a profile for your ideal match partner, okay? Um, a lot of people, I think, they create profiles for themselves, which is great if you are swiping for yourself. But literally, if no matter how many millions of people are on Tinder and how many you could travel the world and swipe on every single one of them, you would never swipe on yourself. It's literally the only person you do not need to impress on Tinder. So, um, so be aware of that, right? Um, who are you trying to attract, okay? And that brings me to fish. Oh, fish. <sighs> so. There's now to be fair, I live in the South, which I love and adore very much. Um, and there's a lot of profiles with men holding fish up in my area. Now, um, first of all, I love fishing. Okay. I think it's actually, it's one of the, it's, it's a really fantastic thing to do. It's super meditative. And, um, I really, I, I find it very relaxing. I enjoy it very much. That being said, a picture of you holding up a huge fish does not make me want to take your pants off. It just doesn't. It doesn't. Um, nothing against fishing, nothing against you, nothing against you fishing. Um, but the fact that the fact that, that it, I, I see it so often that it gives me the impression that, you, that, that the person posting it thinks that we're really pleased with that as a man would be. And what strikes me about that is that the men put these up as if they're attracting other men who would more logically be impressed by the size of someone's fish. So if you're attracting men, then I would recommend putting up a fish picture. If you would like to attract other fishing, hunting male types, most Fishing, hunting, male types that I know are not interested in other men, first of all. And uh, also, I'm swiping on them. So they obviously have their profiles, you know, their Tinder set to attracting women. So, so most women that I know are not really interested in a man for the size of fish that he can catch. They're just not. <laughs> That's not what they value in a life partner. <laughs> okay. Now, if 
fishing is such a big deal to you that you absolutely only want someone, a woman who fishes. That is when it is appropriate to put a fish picture up. And I, it's very possible that every single person that I've seen who has done this feels that way about fishing, but I've seen it so very many times that I'm going to, I'm just going to err on the side of, of um, probably not. Okay. So again, is this profile for you or is it for the woman that you want to attract? Okay. You need to, um, you need to create a profile for that is intended to attract the person you want to attract. Make it for her. Okay. Not for you. Just because that's your favorite picture doesn't mean look at, look at, look at the pictures that you choose. Is that your favorite picture of you or, or, and, or is that one that you feel, you know, would your ideal mate would find appealing. Okay. So from a female perspective, let's go to that real quick. Let's say you're a woman on Tinder and you've got a picture that, um, you know, of you, uh, I don't know, with a, you know, a lot of cleavage or in something super sexy or kind of slutty or whatever, which is great. I'm a big fan of sexy and slutty. Um, but, but is, so, so, but let's say that you actually want to attract someone who, you know, you know, you've got issues feeling objectified. Okay. Well, if you have issues feeling objectified, then don't objectify yourself. Okay. On your gender profile. That will help. Okay. If you're looking for a conservative man who loves you for your brain, <laughs> then putting you know, mini skirt shots all is against your own intention. So you see what it means? You see what I mean? There's no, um, there's no agenda. You know, I, it's not that for the most part, some photos are, are better than others or, or not. It's about what you want and how aligned you are with that um, intention. Okay. And this is why, you know, I've done this work with so many um, different areas of life, not just with dating relationships, because really it's just about, um, clarifying what it is that you want and then getting there in the shortest, um, in the shortest way possible. Okay. So, um, so what tends to happen is people will say, you know, that, that, that woman who let's say is, is, um, takes a, takes offense or has issues around being objectified. Um, she will then, um, you know, she will then put up a photo that causes her to be more objectified subconsciously, right? This is all happening, sub happening subconsciously. Same as the example with the, uh, the man who keeps getting rejected earlier in the, that we talked about earlier. So she will then put up a somewhat provocative photo or she will be drawn to more provocative areas of life. And then she will then be more objectified and it will anger her more. So then that, that she's sort of in that balance or excuse me, in that sort of back and forth, right? Kind of rock in a hard place type of thing. So... <laughs> So this is it's really about self-sabotage. The entire thing could kind of come down to self-sabotage. Um, you know, you, you say that you want to meet someone, but you're frustrated that no one reads profiles. And so you don't put a profile and then you don't meet someone. Or excuse me, nobody writes in your profile. And so you don't write anything in your profile and then you don't meet someone. So we kind of screw ourselves, you know, in, in, in these sort of small, subtle ways. Um, and, and it just doesn't serve us. And then we just, we just don't get what we want. Right. And that's, that sort of leads us to kind of where the world is. Um, okay. So more, so a few more things. And so let's go back to sort of like the more logical, um, you know, physical world dating level. So um, uh, fuzzy, fuzzy photos. Okay. Or photos where you can't see your face. Okay. It's not like you can have a photo of your dog. Okay. Don't have three. You can only have like five on there, I think. So don't use more than one on anything, but, 
but you is my recommendation because you're, you're not, again, you're not serving yourself, right? If your intention is to meet someone, then put your best foot forward, you know, and impress us. Let's go. And, and other ways around, this isn't a gender thing. Women up your game, you know, up your damn game. I've seen unbelievable <laughs> Tinder profiles from women um, that are just, there's just no way, you know, I can, I can look at it instantly and say, this is not going to lead you to the, the person that you say that you want, right. That you consciously want. So it's kind of about aligning those, um, those unconscious um, patterns with your conscious desires, right? And that's how you get what you want in life and everything, money, uh, business, love, health, weight, physical body, um, you know, safety, happiness, spirituality, everything. Okay. So, um, so blurry photos, you know, you've, you've got to just know up your game. Again, it, it shows that you have no, um, uh, that you either don't know that that's a really sloppy job, which does not speak highly for you, or that you don't care enough to, to find one or to take one that's good. Either way, there's no way that, you know, you know, that, that a woman who's not totally desperate really is going to, is going to be, you know, drawn to that, unfortunately. Um, so blurry, no go, come on up your game. Um, one where you can see your face, you've got to, you've got to show who you are. Okay. We've got to have a sense of you in order to know whether or not we're attracted. That's what this entire game is about traction. Okay. Um, so you can have another photo. You know, yeah. So, so, so you're, you know, with the, with the face, what it's like, you can have one where you're sort of far away with a, you know, maybe your favorite trail or on a mountain or you show that you're rock climbing, doesn't quite show your face. That's fine. But, but like one, okay. Remember the intention is to give a sense of yourself so that you can attract someone. Okay. You have to actually do the attracting if you want to be, be drawn, right. If you want to draw someone in, you have to put yourself out there. You have to be there. And then there's something for us to be attracted to. Okay. Um, so yeah, have a photo with other people if you need to, that's fine. Um, but like one, okay. Remember, we do not know who you are. So, so sometimes you can have, you know, somebody will have a photo of them and then a group photo. So I can kind of recognize, but like other times I've had individual, you know, photos of, um, of, of, the, the guy alone and then a group shot and I still don't know who he is. I don't know which one he is. So so it's you with your groomsmen, your buddies at, at the wedding or on poker night or what the hell ever. And I, I can't recognize who you are. It's just it's crazy talk. There's just, you know, what is the point of of being online? You know, what what are what are you doing? You could be doing other things through time. Okay. Um so, uh, oh yeah. And, the, and then being like uber close up, like sort of like half your face. I mean, just come on. Remember, this is our only impression of you. So if, so if you put, you know, two photos of your dog and, um, you know, two group photos and one that's sort of blurry or holding up a fish. It's like, that's, that's our impression of you. That's all, <laughs> that's all we have. Come on now. Um, okay. No shirtless selfies. Um, I'm going to be honest, and I may be in the minority here. I don't have strong opinions about shirtless selfies. If you are coming across as a douche, I think you will do it with your shirt on or your shirt off. Just my thoughts on the matter. Um, I don't think that shirtless selfies are inherently douchey. Um, but I do think that, you know, it's maybe a, a, a strike in the sense that 
if, uh, you know, if um, I don't know you, remember, I don't know if you're douchey or not. So you may be completely rad and just be like really excited. Like I, you know, I think I had a conversation. I like to ask, you know, guys that I that I met with um, about their, um, you know, about their profile sometimes, because this is my field that interests me. And so I've asked before and um, I've had people say, I was like, no, maybe I made a tongue in cheek or sort of a, probably wasn't very kind actually now that I think about it, um, kind of comment about, you know, the shirtless selfie or just kind of making a joke. And, and he said, um, he responded very thoughtfully, actually. He said, you know, rather than, than seeing this as me showing off for you, think of it as me being proud of what I've accomplished because I've worked really, really, really hard for this. Um, and I thought that was interesting. And that sort of, that sort of gave me a new perspective on that. And I went, oh, okay. I sort of see that. Um, that being said, you are flirting with a stereotype. So it's possible that you'll self-sabotage there, whether you mean to or not. So again, here we come back to the subtle forms of self-sabotage. So you may not be douchey at all. And you may just be like, you know, I was, I used to be 300 pounds and now I'm 195 and I'm rock hard and I'm so proud of myself. And this is great. And it's really actually very healthy. Good. And know that you're on the same site. You're on a site that literally has, literally has, um, you know, this, 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 um, this energy around it, right? The stereotype, this, um, you know, upset people get, you know, sorry, I'm losing my words a little bit. I, I stutter sometimes. Um, but it's, it, you know, it's, it's people trying to, um, people sort of deciding what things mean and sort of getting lost in these stereotypes. And there's all this sort of rah, 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 rah about it. Oh, shirtless self was up. So even though you're really proud of your body and you're, you know, not that person at all, maybe just keep that one back for now. Um, maybe default to being more reserved about that since that is what people tend to, um, to, to assume. Right. So even if you're doing something in a, in a great way, you know, um, I'm the, the, the woman we were talking about earlier, who's sort of wearing something kind of risque. She may have lost a huge amount of weight. She may be a fitness person now. And she's so proud of herself because that was really hard for her to do. That's great. It's a very complex um, part of yourself to try and communicate through one photo. It is. So again, don't expect me to understand the context of what you're saying, because I don't have the context of what you're saying. All I can see is literally what you're putting out there. Okay. So just be really, really aware of that. And then, um, and then, you know, so, so the last thing I want to say about that is, is, oh, and the one word messages, you know, if you're going to write something, write something, do it, write a message, think about it. You know, the, the entire platform is so, um, it's so fast, right? I mean, you're there for a second. Sometimes it's just a flash. It's, it's less than a second that you're really, um, spending with that, with that person, you know, maybe you're, um, who knows all the things that people might be doing while they're on Tinder, maybe they're drunk, maybe they're, you know, who knows? Um, so that's really your, your one message. So your, your one moment. So if you, um, if you do match with someone, um, say something, say something interesting, slow down. We're talking about your dating life. If you are actually single about finding someone and you can't put the effort in to write a profile, take some decent photos and represent yourself with care, then you're probably not serious about dating someone, which is fine. But then don't be disappointed when you don't find it. 
Okay. So, so it maybe take some time and actually think about what you really want in this area too. That's really worth doing because you know, what ends up happening is you experience disappointment and really you're just, you're so glad that that person didn't write, you know, back because you don't actually want to go out with anyone. You just kind of want to play hot or not. Did I just date myself? Does anybody remember hot or not? <laughs> I was actually a little young for hot or not when that first came out, but I remember um, people who were older and cooler than I was talking about it. Um, I would never in a million years have had self-confidence to do that at that time. But basically I think that's maybe sometimes how people are using it. So, um, so if you're, you know, and if you are really serious, and this is the, the last thing I'll say about this, but um, if you are really serious, then really take some time, um, really take some time and look at whether or not, um, you know, that's really the best forum, okay? Because it is so fast and it is so, um, you know, you're, it, just, it just goes across so, so swiftly, right? You're swiping that person there and then they're gone. And, and, and so really look at, um, you know, what you actually want out of that. And if, some, if something serious is what you're looking for, then I would slow down, you know? If you're actually looking for someone to go out on a date with this week, then try this, okay? Get on Tinder, dating site, whatever, and message between one and three people. That's it. And then stop. Find three people that you would really like to go out with and then stop. And until you either go out with those people or lose interest on either side, don't, don't swipe anymore, okay? Because sometimes we're just getting overwhelmed by the options. You know, we're just getting overwhelmed by the options. So, um, even if you're, you know, your match, your your one person comes across your profile, it's possible that she may miss it. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, so if you are serious, you know, slow down with it. Okay. Um, it's tricky because we do have all these options. And we do have, um, you know, the, the platform itself is set up to really, to, to be that fast and to be that easy. And sometimes what we really need is that self-control. Really, really, it can often come down to that. Um, so it, it really can come down to that. And, um, and, and so try, try slowing down if you are serious. If it's more fun to play hot or not, then do that. But if you're playing hot or not and you're disappointed on a regular basis and you're you know, bitching about not being able to find someone and things like that, really look at that. You know, um, if you're serious, be serious about it. Take it seriously. Take your time message, connect with the people that you meet, you know, you're going to have to make yourself do it because unfortunately the platform doesn't do it for you. You know, it used to be, you would only meet a few people. And so you had more time to process that person to take them in. And now that it's so easy to, to just eliminate them and move to something else. It's, it's crazy. Right. Um, but, um, but if that's your intention, then you need to respect that. And you need to, to have that be your intention. That's it. This is what I'm going to do. Okay. So pick a few people and say, hi, I'm really interested in getting to know you. And if, you know, within three messages, you're like, nope, I'm sorry. Or, you know, whatever, 10. Or you go out for coffee and you're like, nope, I'm sorry. That's not it. Great. 
it's the end of that interaction. Then you've got one more, right? Or if one sort of ghosts you or doesn't sort of follow through or things like that, then you can, you can, you have somebody that you can, you know, you're speaking with someone else. Oh, okay, great. Well, I'll, you know, we'll go out. We'll go out then. Okay. So you have between one and three people at a time. Okay. And it's a challenge. See if it helps for you. So there's ever so much more information that I could go into on online dating. Um, I will definitely have it as a topic again, probably very soon. Maybe I'll even do it next week. Um, as always, please feel free to write in with your questions. Um, you can find me at Dominique Drew Coaching on Facebook. Uh, again, that's D-O-M-I-N-E-Y-D-R-E-W. And uh, I'm at Dominique Drew on Instagram and at Dominique Drew on Twitter. So feel free to write in your questions, comments, concerns. Um, concerns. If you, uh, you know, if you have anything that you, you really want to work on, um, you're always welcome to call in during the show or just, you know, write it out beforehand and I'll, I'll address it here. So I look forward to everybody's questions and comments and I will see you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Art of Attraction. This is Domini Drew signing off and reminding you that if you love this podcast, please hit that subscribe button, rate us five stars, and most importantly, share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. See you next time.